This is the Hub Hopper Studio. I am Vishwanath for Winning Edge Talks, your favorite talk show. Today, I am going to speak on Compete with Yourself. We are living in a world of competition, whether it's education, sports, business, corporate affairs, or in any other activity we take part in. There is competition everywhere. We need to be better than others in order to survive. When you talk about sports, the word competition becomes very scary. Why is it so? We often indulge in a game of cricket or badminton with friends or relatives just to have fun in our own backyard or in the local playground. Even here, while playing the game, you want to do well. You would like to exhibit your skills in a way that would evoke your self-admiration and the envy of others. Towards the end, you enjoyed it thoroughly and are feeling good. But it's when you are taking part in an actual competition as a serious competitor the trouble starts. Can you recall those moments? The finals of a tournament you took part in? Or your state team selection? Something wasn't just right, isn't it? You didn't have a good night's sleep the previous night and right from the time you got out of bed on the day of competition, you're feeling very uneasy, nervous, doubtful, and anxious about your performance that was coming up later in the day. It was not the same feeling when you played a fun game with your friend at a resort or in your own backyard, isn't it? It's because when you utter the word competition, then it involves other competitors. It involves winning and losing. It involves ego, shame and embarrassment. It involves rewards and prizes, whatever you call it. Since we have been brought up with the notion that winning is good and losing is bad, you hate to lose, isn't it? People would ask you, hey, what happened to your tournament yesterday? You lost? Mm, Very bad. Added to this, if you are a professional athlete, you have your seedings, sponsorships, and status to protect. Besides, you have goals for the season and every win counts. Sorry friends, I am not saying it is the case with everyone. I am saying it is the case with most people. Coaches and us sports psychologists keep hearing from sports parents. My son plays very well in practice but he is not the same in a tournament. How can we help him? Can you help us? It's a very common complaint coming from parents. The reason this happens is because of fear. The fear of losing and the fear of embarrassing consequences that would follow the loss. Competition is stressful as it produces lot of anxiety. The pre-competition nerves are unbearable 
sometimes especially so when it is a career defining event like the major or the olympics it's even stressful when it involves a better player who is pitted against you you are either stressed because you have set your sights in defeating your star opponent but you are doubting if it will really happen or you are afraid if your opponent will maul you and embarrass you in front of others players tend to tense up against superior athletes or take the lesser knowns lightly with a lot of overconfidence many players come up and tell me i am afraid when it's a very junior player sir because if i lose to them i can't bear the shame and the way i would look in front of others it would make headlines the next day when she upsets me and knock me out of the tournament this mindset is not ideal for any performer you can't run away from worry and stress you need you need to take anxiety as a challenge and treat it as your friend how you deal with competitive anxiety is another matter but the subject of today's discussion is how do you deal with stress your opponent is causing you he or she may be a superior athlete or a lesser known against whom you may look ashamed if you lose i remember an incident an elite swimmer shared with me it was many years ago when he was training in the us preparing to get selected for the the olympics team then one day there was a inter club competition where uh, michael phelps was also representing another club in the lineup phelps was standing three lanes next to our friend the tall towering presence of michael phelps made the other swimmers conscious of his presence when the race got over our friend from india finished way behind his own timings let alone competing with phelps timings he didn't even achieve his very best while speaking years later i asked him how he would face if the same competition were to be held again he said something that's very educative to every budding athlete in any part of the globe he said i can't control his race i have to control my race his ability and his timings are his very own i can't do anything about it i have to swim my lane and my race and try to better my timings i had to compete with myself no one else what compete with yourself to win you have to defeat others and compete with others isn't it true to win you have to compete with others and defeat them that can happen only when you are focused on your race your process your present moment awareness your strengths and abilities and by staying positive and relaxed this way when you have given out a good performance that may be better than the others you win and create upsets not simply by saying 
I will defeat him. Come what may. The whole idea is to compete with yourself and give a good performance. It starts by making it a daily practice to say to yourself, I am my own competitor. I am my own competitor. I want to get better and better each day. The idea is to reach inside and measure against what philanthropist and businessman Warren Buffet calls your inner yardstick. Your self-awareness tells you how much you've improved and what you need to do get better. You get off to the bed each day with a purpose, the purpose of doing better than what you did yesterday. Each day you reinvent, improve, raise the bar and try to attain what you have set your sights upon. At the end of each day, your performance tells you whether you have reached there or what is stopping you from getting better. You weed out all those unwanted stuff that are coming in the way, both physical and mental. You don't leave one stone unturned along the way. When climbers venture out to climb the Himalayas for the first time, the challenge looks monumental, huge, and they doubt themselves whether they will be able to reach the peak. It's then they remember what other climbers who conquered the Himalayas before them have said. It's not the mountain we conquer, it's ourselves. Finally, listeners, it's not about the other guy across the net. It's about you, the guy you see each day in the mirror. That's you. Compete with yourself.